Alright guys, what's going on? Yes, do not adjust your earbuds. Do not adjust your radio set. Do not adjust your mobile streaming device. This is an episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards Podcast. Where in the fuck have we been, right? Well, I'm going to tell you where we've been. We've been busy. We have been busy. We have not had an episode We have not put out any content. The last time we put out any content was, I want to say, December 10th, 11th. I did a Weeknight Chronicles episode by myself. Before that, it was December 4th. Kurt and I finishing up the Oklahoma City bombing. Hey, and this, uh, this, none of this is on puss. Let me tell you something. That old bastard, I love him to pieces. He's asked two or three times when we're going to record, and I canceled on him. December was a stupid busy month with work and the holidays, and uh, I'm I'm booked so hard for January. I've got to try to get with Puss and and uh, hopefully at least get a weeknight chronicles episode out, something so we can um, continue to ride this uh, quote unquote wave of success that we have had this year. Uh, so I want to put something out this morning, what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever, uh, just so you guys can hear my voice. I know you love it. I know you're wanting your steel toes and scoreboards content. Tyson, I'm looking at you, dog. Our number one listener. Uh, anyways, how, how, how has everybody been? I, it, is, it is a beautiful Tuesday morning. I am sitting in the office. I am sitting at my desk. I am... Building uh, closeout packages for Verizon Wireless. I know you don't know what that means, but uh, that's one we're one of our subcontracts. Uh, it's big time money. Not for me. I don't ever see a dime of it. But uh, anyways, um, what's going on, guys? Obviously, it's a little after ten o'clock in the morning. Oh, puss is at work, and. Uh, I do feel bad because he, he's amped up wanting to record. And honestly, we were going to record last week. We were going to do a Weeknight Chronicles episode. And I had I had a full hour and a half list of notes for the show. And then I had to cancel. And then we decided we was going to do it the next night. Well, then Kurt had something come up. He had to reschedule. And then I had a schedule switch with the children. And it just did not happen. So... Uh, have no fear. <laughs> I am going to try to put something out here today just to save a little face. Uh, and I'm going to get with Kurt. I keep saying that. But, but hey, man, it's, it is it is the start of a new year for Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Uh, I have not talked to the After Two Beers people, uh, Dutch and Gibbler. Uh, they haven't put out any new content here lately. I need to get with them. Uh, we were originally supposed to meet with them every three or four months to do an episode together. Uh, we last went up there to Richmond in September, took the three, four hour drive up to Richmond, Indiana in September, up to beautiful Wayne County, uh, northeastern Indiana. We're gonna, we're supposed to be making a trip up there again this month or next month, weather permitting. That was when we planned it. Uh, I would like to do another collaboration with them. Um, what's on tap for this year for us? Now here we are at the start of the year. We did get, all the government overreach series done last year that I wanted to. We did, you know, we did Waco in June or July. We did Ruby Ridge in February, and we finished December with OKC bombing. Uh, I would like to get Killdozer done. I wanted to do that, but we didn't. 
Uh, we're going to do a lot of World Series this year. Uh, we're going to do some random ones, but we're going to do a lot of, uh, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I've been on a kick. Uh, it's 2023. We're going to do a lot of anniversary series, five and ten year intervals. So that means we're going to be covering a lot of World Series this year that ended in with the year number ending in three or the year number ending in eight, including not a very high-ranked World Series, by the way. It's probably it's about in the 80s or 90s, I'm sure. But uh, my Philadelphia fin- Phillies winning their last World Series in 2008 against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, still have my World Series hat. It's not in very good shape, but I still have it. Uh, including uh, one of my favorite World Series in recent memory, which honestly... Uh, I don't know how well ESPN is going to favor it when we go through the list, but uh, 10 years ago, Cardinals, Red Sox, damn good World Series. Um, and of course, you know, whatever all kind of content we put out, God only knows. Uh, one thing I'd like to do this year is uh, I would like to do a couple interviews. So if we have any listeners out there, any fans of the show, sports fans, anybody out there that was an athlete or maybe had a little bit of success as a high school collegiate athlete, we'd like to interview you. And here, here's the great part. You don't even have to be with us. I have the, the beautiful BT2, the BTA2 adapter that Kurt and I use for our weeknight chronicles when we're remote. The beautiful... Uh, BTA2 adapter that uh, I used just the other week on my uh, Freemasonry podcast that I launched back in November. Uh, I'm a completely different person on there. I don't. I hardly use any vulgarity. Uh, I keep a square tongue because uh, it's important to me. Um, but uh, free plug my show, Kurt Show, but my show. Uh, that other Masonic podcast, free plug. If you're interested, and you see me always posting on my personal. Facebook page about Freemasonry. Well, I'll go check out the Freemasonry podcast I'm doing with a guy in my lodge. That's another reason, Kurt and I, this is a this is a non-kid weekend coming up, which usually, for the most part, since 2021, non-kid weekends were Kurt and I record weekends on Saturday nights. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to be in Indianapolis. Got a Masonic thing going on. Going to be podcasting. We're the only Masonic podcast in the state of Indiana. The only Freemasonry podcast, to my knowledge, in the state of Indiana. Todd and I are going to be doing one up at Founders Day, which is a big day for the fraternity in the state of Indiana. Uh, so Kurt and I are not going to record Saturday. Sunday, I'm going to pick the kids up. Uh, so, Puss, Puss, we're going to get together. I promise, Puss. I will not let you down, Puss. Uh, but today, I have absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about. Literally, this just this just came to me. It was just a, uh, it's like, you know what, fuck it. I'm sitting here, I'm dealing with this shit, and uh, my, I, I am running on 28 kilobytes a second right now. Yeah, my internet's that bad out here at the Ferdinand State Forest. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not even having, I don't even have megs going right now. I have kegs. Boy, I wish I had a keg. Uh, anyways, so I was like, you know what, we're going to turn on here, let everybody know that me and Kurt are still alive, we didn't quit, we didn't retire, we're still around, we've just been so freaking busy, and, uh, and it falls on me, because that old codger has asked two or three times, bro, when are we going to get back on the mic, when are we going to get back on the mic, come on, Hattie old girl, I'm like, well, puss, we're trying, but, uh, I do have ESPN pulled up, and I thought, why not, while I'm doing this, Let's just, you know, cover a couple of different things, any things that that sticks out. Uh, and we missed so much in the last month. 
because we haven't been recording. Like uh, the passing of Mike Leach. Uh, I'm a big Mike Leach guy. Uh, his press conferences were absolutely awesome. But not only that, but he had the respect of his players. He had the respect of his peers. Mike Leach was a decent human being. He was an even he was a, he was a great coach. Uh, a guy that's gonna be truly missed. Uh, Stephen Bonner. We lost Stephen Bonner. Let me tell you something. You know, so you go back the last fifteen years, twenty years, this explosion of the UFC. I continuously, and I've said this in other episodes of this show, where at, I don't know, check our archives, uh, Steel Toes and Scoreboards, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I have often said that the rise and the rebounce of UFC to overtake boxing as a as the lead in combat sports and to rival professional wrestling as far as sports and, and entertainment type things is directly tied to the first season of Ultimate Fighter. There, there's been people that wrote articles on this, I do believe, because I believe I've read a couple articles on this. I swear I've read a few articles. The ratings, like, you could see people changing channels. The Ultimate Fighter, Season 1 finale, whatever, Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner, that changed the UFC. That gave the UFC a shot of adrenaline. You could argue that it was coming back. You can seriously make the argument that in 2005... 2004-ish, it was making a comeback, and it probably was. But this fucking thing with Bonner and Griffin totally, totally revitalized that. And, uh, and then, you know, they both go on to be, have some decently storied UFC careers, obviously Forrest Griffin, it's the better, bigger star, uh, but that's not to take anything away from Stephen Bonner, and uh, you know, lost Bonner, so rest in peace. And then, you know, there's so many stories that the shakeup with the college football playoffs, no Alabama, and all, and all this, and a team like TCU playing in the the national championship game, and. Uh, Anyways, and then, of course, the biggest story in, in sports the last month uh, just happened last week, and that was the whole thing with Buffalo Bills and Namar Hamlin and, uh, I don't know, just, uh, we've missed so much stuff, and that falls on me because, you know, I just wasn't able to make the, the commitment to Kurt, things kept coming up, but, you know, going forward, once we get out of the month of January, this month yet in January is still going to be scattered, because I don't have the kids this weekend, but I do have plans, and then, um, because for those of you that personally know my Facebook, or or personally know me, uh, and for those listeners that don't, I'm never one to hide nothing back, I always, uh, I always get a pro wrestling term in every every episode, to uh, pull back the curtain and break kayfabe and pull back the veil and, you know, spoil the illusion and everything. Like, uh, I have my kids every other weekend. Uh, on the weekends I don't have my kids, I still get them on a Friday night for an overnight 
I keep them Friday night until Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, whatever works for me and my ex-wife's schedule. Uh, now, since uh, I don't have them this weekend, but I've got to be in Indianapolis by 4.30, 5 o'clock Saturday morning. I'm not picking them up Friday night, so uh, Sunday afternoon I'm going to pick them up, and then they don't have the kids for, uh, or they don't have school next Monday for Martin Luther King Jr., so I'm going to keep them all day. But anyway, so I'm not going to get a record with Kurt on Sunday. Then the following weekend is a kid weekend. And then the following weekend after that's a non-kid weekend. But I might actually have a date. Yeah, you heard that right. I might have a date. What in the hell? Uh, but anyway, so so once we... <laughs> this episode, my brain is just going... Right now, I'm either annoying the fuck out of everybody or you're laughing. But hey, I'm happy, man. We ain't been on the mic in a month, but... Uh, once we get through the month of January, things are going to start to line out. It's just December and January were crazy. Even last year with the holidays, with Christmas and New Year's, there's, we still found time to record. It's just this year, it just didn't work out. Um, so once we get through January, I'm still, I'm going to try at least to get, uh, a weeknight Chronicles episode done at least once this month with Kurt. Uh, but as far as full length, two, three, four hour long episodes like we're known for, accustomed to, full length recaps and stuff. Probably not going to happen this month. Uh, but I, I do want to go back and touch on what I was talking about with DeMar Hamlin. Like I said, this is this has been the biggest story in sports for the last uh, week and a half. Uh, he is back home in Buffalo, I do believe. Uh, and he's obviously going to start... Uh, Recovering treatment there. And, you know, I haven't, um, I've been so busy in, in all of my shit in my life the last couple of years that on Monday nights, not only am I not really watching Monday night football anymore, unless it's a really good game I want to see, I'm also not even watching wrestling on Monday nights. I'm just kind of doing my own thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll keep following tabs on everything on Facebook and Twitter, checking them religiously. Uh, and then I'll read the recaps of Raw, and I'll read the recaps of Monday Night Football. But I'm not sitting there watching an entire game or entire three-hour program of wrestling like I should be. Uh, I just haven't. That does Maybe that makes me a bad fan, whatever. Maybe that makes me bad at doing this podcast about sports. Who cares? Uh, but as soon as the news come on about this, like, everyone was glued to the TV. And I... I, I I really want to know, like, what goes through the mind of these professional athletes when this happens? Like, what what is going... Like, you literally see your brother in arms, even though he's on the opposing team, you're all still players, you're all still brothers. You see him just fucking, damn, drilled right in the chest. And he stands up and he's shaking it off like he's badass, and then... Boom, he's out. Lights out, fucking on the ground. I have watched many, many football games since I first started watching football uh, when I was six, seven years old, 93, 94. I've seen the cart come on the field. I've seen the stretcher come on the field. I can't ever remember seeing an ambulance come on the field. And what I'm telling you right now, that's fucking scary because it scared me. Like... You know, you never see instances of extreme violence or, or death or, or things like that on TV very often. It doesn't happen. And if it does, they cut away. Like, the nastiest thing I can remember seeing was when uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Ware or whatever his name was broke his leg uh, during March Madness playing with in Louisville, you know, a few years back. 
Like, you seen that. That got caught on camera. But to see DeMar Hamlin, like, and then you just start, you, you start thinking about, like, is it really that important? Is football really that important? And then you start taking it serious on all the other things. Like, this, this is a young player who wasn't a highly touted first, second round player. He's not going to be making that much of money. And, like, he might not, if I, if I forget about playing, he might not ever have a normal life again. Um, dude, I mean, uh, it was, um, it was, it was definitely something to see. It was scary to see. Uh, but what I have, what I have liked more than anything is how players in the NFL, players across all the big four in North America, uh, fans, I like how everyone is so DeMar Hamlin uh, centered right now. If you remember a few years ago, who was the player for the Bengals? Sweetwater, Sweet, Stillwater, Still, Devin Still. Who was the player for the Bengals a few years ago whose who's, uh, daughter was super sick and he was just like a third string practice squad player and they brought him up to the NFL level, gave him an NFL contract, they paid for his daughter's treatment and everything like that was like news all across the world. That's where we're at now. This this bond and unity. Like I you know, sometimes we hashtag this show sports is life. And uh to me when I was in my younger days, sports was life. And and I guess in a way Professional sports is still kind of pretty much my life. Um, even though sometimes I'm not always watching it, I'm talking about it in some way. I'm checking recaps. I'm seeing highlights. But when you have a guy that basically dies on the field and they fucking bring him back to life, man, that just kind of puts a whole new spin on that. And then to see people rise up. And then, and then the story, the best possible human peace story to ever come out of this was then you find out that this young man had a had a had a uh, a GoFundMe, a Toys for Tots toy drive thing for for kids in his hometown that wouldn't have anything. He started it a year or two ago and it only had like what two grand in it. And that's son of a bitch now. Last time I checked it was over six million. I don't know what's at now. I ain't checked it in a week, but last time I checked it was like over six million dollars. That's what's up. That's some real. That's some. To borrow an easy E line, that's some real motherfucking G's right there. That is. Uh, that is absolutely tremendous. So. That's all about the guys say about that. Uh, Demar Hamlin. I, I hope he continues to uh, to to heal. And uh, get the treatment that he needs, and uh, hopefully he can return to a normal life, and maybe even life on the field. Because at the end of the day, you know you're hardcore G when you come out of a, a a coma or whatever, and you haven't talked or spoken in a few days, and the very first words out of your mouth after they're like, "Hey, you died, but we brought you back to life. You're still here." You like, did we win the game? Like that's some that's some real shit. Like that's like you gotta laugh a little bit in that in that moment, like, you know, like...
All right, so moving forward, i got a few other things I want to talk about. So I don't know if I'm going to title this a Weeknight Chronicles episode or not. I haven't really decided. Uh, but, you know, God, man, we missed so much shit in the last month. So much good stuff we could have talked about. Uh, I, I do want to, since I like to shit on uh, the, the Paul brothers a lot, especially Jake, the younger brother, versus Logan. Uh... So, Jake's moving to MMA now. Um, he has signed with the PFL. For those of you that don't know, the PFL is the Professional Fighters League. It's, uh, it's another uh, MMA entity, much like uh, World Extreme Cage Fighting, UFC, uh, Bellator, all the other ones. Uh, but he signed a deal with uh, PFL. Uh as far as my knowledge, public terms of this deal hasn't been revealed yet. As far as how many fights, uh, how many years it is, it's it's reported to be at least a two-year deal. Um, so, now Jake Paul, God, I hate this douchebag, but he's a smart man. Uh, of course, as you know, he holds a professional boxing record of 6-0, and to which I have often said that at least half those wins were uh, not legitimate um, because people were laying down for him. Uh, come on, like seriously, at the end of the day, yes, I've seen the fights, you too, but you expect me to believe that this dude beat soundly Teron Woodley and Anderson the Spy- Anderson the fucking Spider Silva? The guy who dominated the uh, 185-pound middleweight division in the UFC for years. You expect me to believe Jake Paul could beat Anderson the Spider Silva? My God. Those gotta be fake as shit, right? But anyways... He is, uh, of course, he took the time to put a press conference out, and because these Paul boys are famous for being famous, or at least they were in the beginning, now they're famous for the stuff they're doing, like Jake Paul's, or Logan Paul's got his podcast, he's under WWE contract, uh, of course, Jake with the boxing. Now, I will say this, Jake Paul does run MVP, Most Valuable Promotions, Jake does have a nice little uh, setup of boxers in his... Uh, in his repertoire there, including uh, Amanda Suriano, who I believe is pound for pound the best female boxer on the fucking planet. Katie Taylor, you can lick my ass. Uh, Amanda Soriano, fight of the year. Katie Taylor, Madison Square Garden, April 2022. Uh, for all the belts. Still waiting on that rematch. And Katie, you will not come out on top. But anyways, Jake, Jake's smart, man. These these Paul boys are smart. They've, they've get involved in everything. Their net worth is growing. And they're still, at the end of the day, they're still social media influencers. They're still, you know. So, hats off to him. Uh, I don't know when we'll see him in his... Uh, in 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 the octagon, in the cage, in the ring, whatever you want to do. Obviously, I think we're gonna come around to we're gonna see Nate Diaz and Jake Paul square up. I think that's gonna happen. Uh, so of course, you know Nate Diaz is no longer under contract with the UFC. Uh, he's a free agent in combat sports for the first time in sixteen years. So. We'll see what happens. Um, 
Yeah. Something else we missed covering in this month, nice little month, month and a half break, was uh, Dana White bitch slapping his wife. Is it okay to say bitch slapping and wife? Because I don't want people to think I was calling her a bitch. Anyways, uh, that happened, and then something else happened as a direct result of that. If you guys like callbacks, you, you can remember uh, a few months back, around September, October, on one of the Weeknight Chronicle episodes I did, I talked about Dana White was uh, debuting the Power Slap League, which is, like I've said, all those videos you see on Facebook of people standing at a table just slapping the shit out of each other. You get a couple turns. Well, because this was supposed to launch, uh, it was supposed to launch like this week or last week or whenever it was. Well, then Dana got in his altercation with his wife on New Year's Eve where video evidence showed him slapping the ever-loving dog piss out of her. Uh, I guess um, TBS, Turner Broadcasting Systems, Superstation TBS. Turner was the first superstation in the world. Turner. World Championship Wrestling, WCW. Oh, look at me. Here we go, wrestling. TBS is still, it's not, it's not, obviously, it's not a network network, like, or to me, it's like a Fox or a CBS or an ABC, but TBS is still one of the big-time players, and obviously, we're in 2023 now. We are in the most politically correct times that has ever existed in the history of fucking humanization. Uh, TBS decided to delay this. They're not going to cut the deal, because there's a lot of money on the table for this, Uh at the end of the day, everybody likes money, and at the end of the day, nobody gives a fuck about morals and standards. They all care about the only moral and standard that they live by, which is a certain color, and that color is green. But TBS decided that it would be beneficial if they just pushed the release and debut of the Power Slap League back uh, just a little bit. So who who knows when we're going to see that. Now, Dana come out and publicly admitted to slapping his wife. He apologized. Uh, they were uh, in a nightclub somewhere in Mexico over New Year's Eve. Uh, and, of course, Dana come out and did all the right thing. And, you know, some people out there hate Dana White. Uh, I love Dana White. If you're going to cancel me because I said I love him even though he slapped his wife, I ain't got a fucking thing to do with it. I love Dana White. I love his attitude. I love his demeanor. I love the way he takes no shit. Uh, he's straight shooter. Uh, I love the way he runs his business. I love the way he promotes his brand. Uh, but obviously this is not a good look when you're debuting a league called the, you know, power slap league. And then you get caught on video slapping your wife right before you're supposed to, you know, anyways. So, uh, Stay tuned for that. Obviously, I'm going to check this out because who wouldn't want to see two people standing there just squaring up and just slapping each other in the face? I believe, if I remember right, and you'll have to go back and you'll have to listen to the previous episode, it is licensed through the Nevada State Athletic Commission. They licensed it back in October, uh, so it is now a regulated athletic competition throughout the state of Nevada. I don't know how far out they're going to breach or if it's going to stay strictly in the state of Nevada, and I don't remember if it is going to be male versus male, or if they're also going to have female fights as well, it'll be interesting to see, uh, so, so definitely check it out if you're interested, we've all, I know you've all seen it, we've all been on random scrolls when we're pooping, and we've seen, you know, videos of dudes just standing there just slapping each other, and they just stand there and take it, 
So it'd be interesting to see. Now, one thing I was going to talk about in the news last week when Kurt and I decided, hey, it's been a month, let's finally hop back on the mics, and then we had to reschedule on each other three times in a week. Uh, Phil Baroni. Did you guys hear about Phil Baroni? So he was arrested in Mexico. He's being charged with allegedly killing his girlfriend. Okay, so so get this. I don't have all the details on this because I'm sitting here at the computer and I've pulled a couple things up. All the stuff... Actually, speaking of that, I'm working. And Zach, if you hear this, I'm working. I'm on kilobytes right now instead of megabytes. My internet sucks. Okay, where are we at? Um, all the notes is on my laptop. But, uh, so, I guess, San Francisco f- police found a woman dead, uh, last weekend or weekend before. Now, um, I guess, uh, the prosecutor's office in San Francisco, uh, wouldn't release her name or whatever, but I guess through investigation, rather quickly, it came out that this woman was either dating or had used to date uh, former UFC welterweight Phil Baroni. Now, uh, I guess she was found dead in a hotel room with bruises all over her body. Uh, Baroni's statement is that she slipped and hit her head, uh, but then he admitted to, well, we kind of got into it, and I at least threw her in the shower. Uh, I don't have any more details yet, and, uh, I'm so busy with work, I really should look more of this up. I'm a bad journalist today. You guys will have to dig more into this, but Phil Baroni, uh, might be going away to the Hooskow for a while. So, <laughs> um, I didn't kill her, I swear. Well, I mean, we did get in a fight, and I did throw her in the shower. But hey, she slipped and hit her head when she hit the shower. Okay, That wasn't my fault. She should have grabbed onto something. I don't know how these guys would fucking say it, but... Anyways. So anyways, this just a couple things that were sticking out to me news-wise. I wanted to get on here. This was mainly just to uh, blow off some... Some steam as I was sitting here at the desk. But to also let you guys know, uh, no, the show's not over. Because I, I have had one person ask, like, where are you guys at? Did you guys stop the show? Which makes me uh, feel good that um, at least we have some fans. Uh, the, and mainly, man, I just, I want to apologize. Not, I, I mean, I know you guys don't care. It's not like... We let you down or anything, but man, there was so much good news. We would have made some killer weeknight chronicle episodes the last month, month and a half, or one or two just badass three or four hour full length extended current event news episodes. There's so much going on. There's so much that's going on now. Uh, my God, Chris Beard got fired. Chris Beard got fired. Who's Chris Beard? Uh, Chris Beard is the head coach for the uh, Longhorns University of Texas uh, basketball. Uh, he's He was fired uh, Friday morning. Uh, or Thursday, maybe Friday. And uh, This is coming a month after he got suspended without pay because he got rested on a uh, 
on a DV charge, domestic violence. Uh, he got into it with his wife. Uh, he choked her, bit her, and beat the shit out of her when they got in an argument. Uh, now, he claimed that he'd been acting in self-defense. Uh, his wife said that she did not refute that. She said, I do not believe he was potentially trying to harm me in any way. She did not believe that her husband, Longhorns basketball head coach Chris Beard, was trying to harm her in any way when he choked her from behind, bit her, put his teeth into human flesh, bit her, and smacked the ever-loving piss out of her. But she don't believe he was trying to hit her or harm her. Now then, there was reports coming out that then, later on, she had refuted some of her statements. This all went down uh, earlier, within the first two weeks of December, and they've been investigating it, and she refuted some of her statements, and then she came back with, well, this part wasn't true, but this part was true, so I don't, I don't know what's going on, uh, but uh, Beard's out, and suffice to say, uh, again... Uh, I make the joke all the time that we are stupidly and pathetically living in the most politically correct times ever, and maybe we are, maybe we're not, but one thing I will never take lightly is domestic violence. Uh, if Beard should never get another coaching job again, uh, most likely, or at least I think if he does, that uh, it's not going to come without uh, a lot of... Uh, Good PR and some apologies and everything. Uh, so now, for those of you thinking, well, who cares? He got fired. You know, he's under a fully guaranteed contract. That is true. Uh, Chris Beard was under a fully guaranteed contract from the University of Texas. Uh, seven year contract, fully guaranteed. However, uh, we're living in politically correct times. Did I not just say that two minutes ago? Uh, a lot of these college universities are getting smarter to things that make them look bad. So a lot of these universities that are hiring college football coaches and college basketball coaches and hockey coaches and coaches of all these sports, they're putting provisions in these contractual agreements now that state that they can be fired and they won't have to pay them a dime of their guaranteed money if they've been arrested and charged with something that constitutes a felony. Well... Domestic violence like what happened here, that's a fucking felony. So, he might be completely fucked. So, and, and rightfully so. I mean, you beat the shit out of your wife, you beat her! Think the walking dead, man! So, uh, yeah, God, there's just so much good stuff. I wish I had time to go into a full-length episode. Let me do a rundown here and click on just uh, on headlines. Just picking out headlines. Let's, uh, anything tennis related? Kurt loves tennis talk. Nothing really tennis related. Uh, boxing? Oh, I love boxing. No, I don't want to get in boxing because I will find something in there and this will run longer. Uh, NCAA football? Go dogs. Go dogs. Man, I, I. So, for those of you that know me, know that uh, collegiate sports is different with me because 
there is so many great schools in great conferences and great sports that my collegiate sports things is a little fucked. Like my favorite college football team plays in the ACC. That's uh, Miami Hurricanes, the only school in Division One collegiate sports known collectively by one letter, the U. Miami fucking Hurricanes. Uh, fuck Alabama. Fuck USC. The real thirty third football team in the National Football League, University of Miami Hurricanes. But I do like watching I some a few teams in the SEC, and I hate the SEC. God, I can't stand the SEC. But I do like watching LSU play. I do like watching Auburn play. And I love watching Tennessee play. I love watching Tennessee play basketball and college football. I love watching Auburn play college football. I love watching LSU play college football. But uh, go dogs! I'm not even going to cover the game last night. I heard it was uh, so-so. I mean, as so-so as you can be with, uh, I believe it was, what, a... 65 or 66 to 7. So, yeah. Go dogs. But right, guys, I'm that's it. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up here. Um I don't know what the fuck this was. I'm just going to title this episode 62. Uh we're still we're still alive or something. Fuck, I don't know. This isn't even a, a real weeknight chronicles episode. This isn't a bonus episode. But hey, we got something out there. I will get a hold of Kurt. We will get you guys content. And uh, we'll take some polls here. Uh, anybody got anything in particular they'd like to hear us talk about this year, full length-wise? Anything? Uh, somebody somebody at me on Twitter, at the Atkins Asylum. Somebody at the uh, Steel Toes and Scoreboards account, which I think is at STSB Podcast or something. Search us. You'll find us on Twitter. Uh, find us on Facebook. At Steel Toes and Scoreboard, send us a a, uh, a DM. And uh, if you got anything in particular you want to hear about, we'll get it covered. We will will get it done for you guys. All right, so uh, this was was a fun little 40 minutes uh, here. uh, We're still alive, baby. We've just been busy. Real life happens. Real life happens. Uh, Real recognize real. I have been extremely busy. My co-host, my 50-something-year-old co-host... Who son told me six months ago that if you'd have told me my dad would have a podcast, he said I would never believe you. But my fifty-something-year-old co-host has been pushing me to get back on the mic, and I've been so busy I've laid him down. Puss, Hattie, old girl, we are gonna get her done, buddy. Uh, we just got to get through this month. I will try to get us some minis out. But we just got to get through this month, and we are back to me and you rocking the mic like the bandits we are. So for my Beautiful bearded bastard co-host, Curtis Kelly. I am Jared, the Podfather Atkins. We will see you guys next time. Um.